0: Welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and we are on episode 18. I am Thor, and I am here today with... Doc.
1: And uh, before I introduce myself, I just want to say our show is currently legal, and Jaff is missing that. It's kind of his territory. So uh, this is this is Sasquatch sometime. Did you say our... Wait, what? Did you say our show is
0: legal? Yeah. It's 18. Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, no. Yeah. Jeff. Where's Jeff? Ah oh, man. Well, supposedly, Jeff and Tomy will be joining us tonight. They're both just running late. Whether they show, we will see. But hopefully, they will be joining us at some point in the evening. I have, I have serious, like, full crew blue balls right now. <laughs> I know. We so... thought we were going to have a full crew going on. We were so stoked.
1: This was going to be that this is, we, we could have just like made a new logo just for this one. Just take the Pepper Piper meme, put our logo <laughs> on her face and put all of ours on top of the dudes behind her.
0: 18,
1: <laughs> no, here we are. Oh, no, Listen there's so
0: it. many missed. Opp- it could have been a new Orc Dick episode. It, every Dick's an Orc Dick episode. If you try hard, enough, Missed, missed opportunity. <laughs> uh, right. So the first thing on our list is going to be uh the PS5 backwards compatibility, um, general PS5 updates, and the PS Plus collection list. Uh, so, the first thing that I want to mention, I think, is going to be that PS Plus list, because that's a good kind of starting point, and we'll go into our PS5 updates. Let me bring that up. I just had it what the? Oh, right, because it's on my Chrome. Not on. So, um, as you may recall, when... Uh, You get a PS5, if you have PS Plus, then you automatically get uh, a handful of free games uh, to download on your PS5. as part of uh, an incentive to have PS Plus when you get it, and to have a good starting collection of games for your PS5. Many of these games were free for PS Plus over the lifetime of the PS4, so a lot of them, if you've had PS Plus the whole time, you may already have, but you might have missed some, and um, this will be a good opportunity to pick them up, but a handful of them are completely new also. So, they are as follows, God of War, the PS4 version, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy XV, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Ratchet & Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Becoming Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. All of these will be available for free for PS Plus holders if you buy a PS5. It does not, from what I've seen anywhere, specify how long they'll be available for. If it's a window of if you buy a PS5 in the first few months you get them, or if you will just always get them no matter what if you have PS Plus and you get a PS5. Um, I don't recall seeing any kind of those details anywhere, so...
1: That is a phenomenal list of games.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of they're like, like... I'm, I'm their...
1: ready to go out and, and like fight someone for their pre-order <laughs> right now.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like a it's like their greatest hits of PS4 basically, and and like I said, a lot of them were on PS Plus, but a whole grip of them weren't either, and that's that's a really good incentive not just for PS5 but to get PS Plus because I'm sure there's people that will get a PS5 and order PS Plus just because you know you pay sixty dollars for the year and then you're gonna get a whole bunch of games through that year, but you automatically start with all of these too, and that's a really good value. So
1: it it gives you something to do right when you have it since. So. Mm-hmm going to be waiting for games to download anyways and these will be smaller than those and a, yeah. a few of them are are pretty good games of their own like uh infamous two fantastic persona five is what really oh, got, god. like, yeah. like that, that one was a late like i was i was oohing and on that like the first handful like i i want to play god of war um uh, but as soon as i heard persona five on that list that that mm. is a game i want to play i have loved everything atlas has ever done <laughs>
0: I'm I'm super stoked because a few of these were on my list of games to get here soon, anyways. So I'm glad I don't have to buy them now. Um, And I think this is mostly because a lot of people, you know, you've heard the complaints about how there's not a lot of exclusive titles on launch, and I. I mean, there might not be a whole lot of PS5 exclusive titles on launch, but I think this is a good solution to that. In that, while they have announced some at least timed exclusives, they might not be available at launch. But damn, do you have a shit ton of stuff to do in the meantime?
1: Yeah, and uh, when we when they had this announced, we were talking about how I think it. I thought it might have been like something they're heading towards streaming and making their PlayStation Now mm. service, you know, something usable, but they did state that they were not going to be doing something similar to the Game Pass. They said it didn't make sense for them financially or something. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I guess whatever. Even if it was something just exclusive to their consoles, because I know they don't have the same infrastructure Microsoft has set up to stream, Mm -hmm. you know, make everything also for uh, the PC as a platform, but I figured maybe something would be coming along to their consoles themselves, but instead you just get this group of, what, 20 games? Yeah.
0: It's, it's a good some of them are games. definitely
1: outdated, like Battlefield One. I don't think many people are going to play that at all. No, but...
0: that one was confusing, and some of them are a little bit older. But I think that's, um, for a reason. You know what I mean? Like um, uh, Ratchet and Clank was older, and it was already released on PS Plus. But I think it's meant uh, to kind of get people ramped up for the new one coming out. You know what I mean? Yes. And so, kind Ratchet of some stuff Clank's like that. also
1: been uh, a PlayStation like staple over the years.
0: True. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, I think they even have a
1: they have another one coming out for PS5 as well, so Yep. Kind of yeah, makes sense and, to give people this one to get into.
0: Exactly. Back into it. And same with like Final Fantasy fifteen. Um and there, there's some of them on there that I think are on there not just because they are greatest hits, but also to kind of amp some excitement for some of the uh, upcoming titles.
1: Yeah. I get to do
0: that. Um and speaking of the backwards compatibility, these, of course, are PS4 games, which PS5 can play. Um, and it, it like has 99% been... 99% of PS4 yeah. games have it, been shown to work on PS5. So there's, like, apparently
1: 1% that have not been tested,
0: I guess. I, I think, and that's... Even if... So a lot of times they won't put the fraction of percent. So even if there was just one game they didn't, they'd have to put that. And it's really... Probably there because it's a really good... Um, Uh, liability clause, you know what I mean, so if there is something that pops up, they can say, well, we said, you know what I mean, but I think you'll probably be, I think, you know, most people will be perfectly happy with it, It, they did confirm that there's no backwards compatibility for PS1 through 3, Um, that wasn't that surprising to me, it doesn't really break my heart, I have a PS3 and a PS2 still, I totally get where some people would be upset over that though. Um, But it wasn't that surprising to me just because of the technical aspects behind it. It seems like it would be more trouble than it's worth. I think they would be smarter to just put... I think they need to put the pedal down a little bit harder on their PS Classics and the PSN store and start making a lot more PS1 and PS2 games available uh, for people that don't have a PS2. But other than that, I think that's a better solution than being able to just pop your old discs in I don't know. I think anyone that still has those old discs still has their old consoles. I, I've yet to meet someone that's like, I got a grip of PS2 games, but I don't have a PS2 anymore. Usually, if you have I, one, I'm, you have the other.
1: I am that guy.
0: Oh, damn.
1: <laughs> I actually have a large stack of PS2 games and no PS2.
0: Oof.
1: Rip. Good luck finding a well-working one, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, at this point, the PS2's
0: ancient. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's see what else was in the PS5 updates. I don't think <clears throat> there's much else in there. They um they did oh no, they did announce uh they put, they put out an official apology for what happened with uh the pre order chaos. I, I mean it's good of them. I I don't know, um if it was really necessarily their fault, they announced that they were supposed to be available the next day. And Walmart was kind of like zip flop. Oh my, look what I have. And all of a sudden all the retailers followed them and it just was stampeding nonsense. But I I, I don't, didn't really put blame on PS five or on Sony to begin with, but they announced an apology and said that they will be making more available and that retailers themselves will have more details to dish out. So I don't know. I think it's a good thing because um, it tells me that since they said that retailers touch out the information, they're probably going to mandate some sort of control and say, hey, if you fuck off like last time, then we're just not giving you our consoles anymore, and people aren't going to buy them from you. And they have leverage with that. They'll
1: sell easily too because it's a limited supply. People aren't doing jack shit for a while anymore still.
0: Yeah, and if they wanted to, they could just exclusively sell them from PlayStation Direct, and they could sell just as many copies. People are going to scammer to get wherever they need to. That's been – that's obvious now, and retailers yeah. going to know that. So if they're like, hey, we'll just pull our product from your line if we want to, they're they're going to shut the fuck up and listen. I think – they realized that – well, I, fuck, I don't know. I'd like to think they realized that, but then X, they, the whole Xbox pre-order thing got fucked too, so who the fuck knows? And they was.
1: also had more issues, and it's, it, <laughs> it's all it's just fucked. what happens when any sort of tech launches because people have bots ready to buy it. Yeah, um, same I mean, thing it, happened with NVIDIA. It, it was Nvidia, such so. a clusterfuck with, uh, my, with the Xbox series as well just because mm-hmm. they were, everyone was given a date and time, so guess what? Your bots can start at a specific date and time to order these products. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're given advance or if it goes early or not. There's going to be bots ready to buy this shit.
0: Yeah. The frustrating thing too is that um, for Amazon, they sold out before they even pre-ordered, and I was so or before the pre-order even went live, and I was so pissed off because the only way that could have happened is because apparently someone found a backdoor link, but without getting into too much of the it behind how websites work somebody made that specific file public when it should have been at a private set and that's a huge fuck up like it almost makes me like someone got bribed because the what happened in that made amazon have that fuck up was so easily avoidable that I I just I don't know, man. <laughs> it's shame oh, I to mean, me. it's just a it's just a fucking switch. Oh, it's just exactly, someone. Exactly. It's just but, simple
1: human error, though, as well. That could have caused it.
0: I don't know. It Seems or like something what, like what
1: you're Amazon Amazon not going to pay like, someone. You're not going to pay someone some dude working for Amazon enough money to do something like that because that's a that's a lawsuit, a huge one from I, Amazon. Well, I know, but and like, Sony,
0: and there, it's not going to happen.
1: It'd be easy to track down who did that.
0: It just it just seems like a really weirdly it. easy error. Like it's it's not an error that's easily made, it's, and it's one that's easily noticed. So I don't know. It just seems weird that that happened to me, but I, I'm sure there's information made, I it's don't just know. A fucking
1: wrong letter in your your fucking spaghetti code. You have four people working on the HTML for the, the site. Someone's gonna fuck up because no one no one can ever so read anyone else's code. That's just how it works. It's
0: it's not it's not even in the code. So with. Amazon, they use their own services, which is their web hosting services, and it's literally on a graphic interface switch. It's a radio button that you check on a graphic interface switch, and it's unchecked by default, or how websites like that are meant to be. You have to (coughs) proactively go into this setting in the actual user interface and uncheck this radio button in order to do that. So, that's why I'm like, how the fuck? Because it's Set up that by default that doesn't happen. You have to go in and proactively change the setting. So I don't know, but I'm sure there's information that I'm not privy to about it. So
1: it was Jeff Bezos. He did it so that he could pre-order <laughs> a couple minutes early and make sure he got one. Got all ten thousand on Amazon's website.
0: <laughs> are all
2: there right. are any PS Five updates?
0: No, but. Uh... I don't, I don't. What what was on there? Was there anything besides you know all of that on uh, Xbox's side? Uh yeah. So
1: Xbox One sales skyrocketed seven hundred percent when oh, the yeah. Series X oh, no. on sale for pre-order.
0: Uh okay. To all to <laughs> any of our fans between the ages of twelve and eighteen, I'm I'm so sorry. I I Should feel for you. I 22. feel for you this You're Christmas. Parents. Yep. I, I feel for you this Christmas and I'm ahead of time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So also,
1: also, I just apologize to any people listening who are that young cuz we talk about dick a, lot. a <laughs> lot. You should not be listening to this. Go
2: That's, away.
0: Yeah, wait, like, wait a minute. Our, this is definitely <laughs> like an MR rated podcast too, so Yeah. But like uh, I mean Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, I'm, parents, I don't know, I just think about how many. Parent,
1: if you get presents from parents or grandparents or family members, I mean, I got presents through college from my parents as well. Stuff I wouldn't be able normally buy because I'm a, as a fucking broke ass college student. As you know, far as they thought, mm. um, just go let them know that hey, uh, make sure you ordered the right thing. Mm. <laughs> the seven hundred percent is a huge jump. <clears throat> was there was there a price drop on the? Uh... No nope. Xbox? <laughs> nope. But uh when, when you have I your console it, Nah, when you have your console called your last console, your present one called the Xbox One X, and then your Xbox next one called Series the Xbox X? Series X. That's so fucked you also up You have the Xbox One S and then the <laughs> Xbox Series S. It's uh Who the fuck decided a... this was a good idea? What the fuck? It's the, uh, they hired whoever from Square, from the Kingdom
0: Hearts naming <laughs> team. No, then it would have been, like, Xbox, it would have been, like, Xbox Series 1X 2. We've, I literally made this joke before we even saw that tweet. <laughs> I, I remember. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Xbox 360
0: over oh, 1X. With a <laughs> 700% growth on regular purchase. God, yeah. That's...
1: Yeah. <sighs>
0: And that's yeah. depressing. <laughs> well, if you do... Okay, I will say, though, since we're on the topic, if you do still want to get your hands on a PS4 or an Xbox One, um, I predict that there's going to be a really good opportunity because both of the new gen consoles are hitting the grounds like a week before Black Friday, right? So there's probably oh yeah. going to be some bitchin' ass Black Friday deals on Xbox One and PS4. If you're like, if you just don't want to get the new gen, if you're going to wait for the slim version <clears> or at least <throat> for the a couple years for them to get the bugs all sorted out, this is your time to get a current gen console here in a couple weeks. A few weeks, whatever couple months, I don't know what's going on anymore. What is time? My, my, yeah, my calendar right now is so fucked. I, I yeah. It's like March 175th. <laughs> yeah, <today.
1: laughs> I, I try to take it one week at a Dude, time still, right
0: now. I'm still in February, man.
1: <laughs> I wish it was still February.
0: Uh, so Nintendo's discontinuing the DS.
1: I didn't know they were still making it.
0: Neither did I. Yeah, I was like,
1: "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, um, that was official the seventeenth, so last Thursday. Mm. Is that including the three DS, or is that that just is the three? People? That is the three DS. The DS is done. The three DS and two DS, the last one's being made. The two DS was discontinued, I think, last year. What about XL? Um, and it makes sense with how they're moving completely towards you know the Switch and Switch Lite, and whatnot. So,
0: well. I just hope that my my but, same. I mean, con- Go ahead.
1: Um, it has just under 10 years since it mm-hmm. launched, so that's about the right cycle time for a console. Um, so we'll see if they have anything more exclusive for handhelds, but I doubt it with the Switch and then the rooms are mean, like a D4K Switch on the way. The only, the only thing I think of when I see a Switch, even, even the full like Switch not light, it, it's a handheld yeah mm-hmm. no it's fantastic i love it i mean i play essentially mobile games on it but whatever <laughs> i play elder Scrolls blades on it and uh dotless which is a free game and a couple others so
0: <clears throat> my hope with it my like my main request is kind of the same thing as with sony is i hope they have they expand their library of classic games um, yeah. because I still have been wanting to get a 3ds just because there's a lot of games that I never got to play for it. Um, and so I'd prefer it if I didn't have to do that at all. If they could just make them available on the online store on Switch, that'd be preferred. Oh my but... god,
1: the fuck it is... Nintendo's eShop is awful. I've heard. Like you have like five year old games on there that are still full price. gross. Yeah, they're terrible with digital sales. Absolutely mm. miserable. Um, but I mean the 3ds despite its initial rocky launch and the hardware issues and the like 17 iterations of it it sold 75 million units which is a ton see. oh
0: so,
2: yeah
0: so speaking of what we were kind of talking about before the pre-order chaos um nvidia is in t- is attempting to stop uh the rtx uh 3000 bots 3080 yeah um yeah. No, wasn't well, it just, uh, I mean, luck. is it happening for their whole 3000 series or is it just the 3080? Uh, the
1: 3080 was the only one released currently. Oh, um, that okay. is their, that is. I their... thought there was,
0: what? I thought there was a couple other ones. Well, they have two, they have two more on the way. Okay. So the 3080 is
1: their flagship 3X series. Um,
0: oh, okay, okay, okay. I got it.
1: I guess, yeah, the flagship 3X. Um, and uh, the 3070 is supposed to start in October, I believe. And the thirty ninety around then um and, uh, the the lower numbers indicates it's the the more budget version yeah, but uh considering the thirty seventy is gonna be five hundred dollars for essentially my fucking fifteen hundred dollar card mm. Jesus christ yeah uh um it's there it's a good card, but uh hopefully this will not happen with the thirty seventy or thirty ninety so um but, yeah, this is in response to, like, some of the the cards are being resold for $80,000. Wow. And you also have people, you know, doing the 3080 paper editions, trying to counter themselves, counter the scalping and whatnots going on. So, yeah. And this is because, was it, the 3080 Founders cards, the Founders Edition, um, 50 different worldwide retails it was immediately sold out within minutes damn so yeah i i heard they started putting a a captcha on the uh on the
2: uh
1: add to cart button yeah so they're doing a lot of stuff um Putting in a whole bunch of different captions or steps that can't be automated, like uh different buttons you have to click on manually within like JavaScript and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Captions generally help a lot because mm-hmm. it's just not something bots can readily read, especially what they can do. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing they can really do about it. And I was and I guess technically I was right. The uh the 3090 is coming out next week, so it's something they really, really want to have fixed by then. Um, so hopefully when the 39 comes out and then later the 3070, this is solved because I wouldn't mind upgrading to a 3070 immediately just because it's cheap. And then I'll have a backup card I can go to and whatnot. So uh, hopefully I don't have this issue. I know you didn't for PS, PS5. I was hmm. never going to buy a 3080. Uh, maybe I will now. I'll just hit the savings and buy that $80,000 one.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, know, I never had. I'm, I'm I'm still happy with mine. I might get it down the road, but yeah. All right, so it looks like Monster Hunter Rise has an- been announced for Nintendo Switch.
1: Yes, so Monster Hunter World has been out for I think three or four years. Um, it's definitely one of the more modernized ones, which is fantastic. Um, I played, I played it a ton on PC once it came to PC uh did not once again i don't like slow ass console fps and i just could not deal with a 30 on a ps4 at the time when i had one Mm. so i just was patient uh and rise is coming to the switch i don't know what it's going to be like but if it's only on the switch i guess i'll have no fucking choice but yeah monster hunter rise it's coming out on march 26 2021 um pre-orders went live last thursday Um, so your palico is being replaced by a palamute, which is a dog instead, and it has serious ninja vibes. Uh, you're literally from, like, a ninja village. You're playing Naruto the Monster Hunter. Um, well, okay, the the, the Palamut doesn't replace your palico. It's just a mount. It's a dog mount. You get to ride around with a giant-ass dog. Um, it's supposed to be more open world than the previous ones. The other ones were segmented lo- segmented individual zones. This one's going to be a lot larger zones, a lot less loading between them. Mm. So yeah, um, there's going to be a deluxe edition like most games have, which just comes with some extras like layered armor, uh, emotes, uh, gestures, as they're called in the game, and some uh, extra costumes for your Palamut and Palico. Nice. And some and a, a free early Talibu so um there's not much more out than a trailer which you can find which you can find uh on the internet Hmm. but youtube obviously or even the monster hunter website now has it updated so if you want to go check it out i think you can watch the trailer uh straight from your switch in the uh nintendo store yeah then pre-order it right there too while you're at it but it's a Switch, and honestly, I think I would just buy the cartridge because my fucking Switch case has spots for like eighty cartridges, hmm. and it's always cheaper to buy a cartridge. Nintendo, as we discussed earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
0: So more. So, yeah, or... uh, next oh. week or next next month, uh, <laughs> next year, early next year. I was like, next week. Holy shit. <laughs>
1: Pre-orders went live last week, which might be this week, if you were there last week. (laughs) Don't worry
0: about it. Hmm. Some more on Epic and Apple's feud. (laughs) Uh, I love shitting on Apple all the
1: time. (laughs) I mean, I do like my iPhone. That's the only thing from them I like. Uh, But I love shitting on Epic more, especially when Apple has the upper hand on something Epic started. (laughs) Hmm. So... um, A new filing from Apple, uh, this back and forth that started off with just Epic throwing a tantrum and Apple saying, stop this and you can come (laughs) back and we'll have open arms. And Fortnite continued, or Epic continued to throw their tantrum and Apple started releasing stuff like uh, asking for special privileges. Well, now um, one of the filings that was just released because these filings are um, public, in the state of, I think this is California, um, especially in situations like this, states that some of the emails show that Epic threatened to abandon the iOS if Apple didn't cave to these demands. So yeah, it's continuing to look worse and worse and worse for Epic on Ugh. many fronts, yeah. and we'll even get to more worse fronts for Epic later on. <laughs> oh yeah, that's literally next. <laughs> yeah so yeah oh yeah um, i ordered it epic and, is, yeah <laughs> so that it yeah epic. <laughs> yeah so it started off saying hey we don't have we shouldn't have to pay 30 percent on all of our sales through here which is pretty much the going rate for everyone who has to host anything makes sense um steam does it i think maybe the epic Games store is the only one that doesn't do it i don't know how they work i don't put stuff there mm. steam um google play store at the Apple App Store, many others. Um, it's just the going rate. But despite all of this, Apple Health Firm started releasing more information on their side of what was being said by Epic and their cohorts. So it's just becoming a giant, giant mess, and I am loving every moment of it. <laughs>
0: So speaking of that, then Fortnite and Epic now have much bigger problems than Apple.
1: Boom! So it's not just uh, it's not just Epic that's having this issue because um, mm-hmm. Epic does have a huge stake held by Tencent. It's also like uh, Riot Games or any any major gaming company that actually has huge stakes held by Tencent, which is essentially the, the digital media arm of the CCP
0: over in China. Which so, we will also be talking about. Yeah, <laughs> they'll officially
1: be completely the digital <laughs> arm of the CCP. Um, But back in August when Trump was talking about banning the WeChat app as well as TikTok, which is still undergoing stuff. Uh, oh, and I figured out why that's a why well, it wasn't actually banned and i can talk to you later about that mm. but oh uh, okay. the app store yeah th- it was it was purchased by a, a us company so that was the the thing they could keep it unbanned so that's why uh um, and wasn't it was microsoft
0: that was going to purchase it
1: no oracle bought it oh, instead of
0: microsoft huh. yeah yeah that's a left... what the fuck does that's Oracle a, that's do? that's a curveball they make like they make like they make... routers yeah I know they have cloud services as well. Wait, Oracle? Don't are they the ones that make Opera? Do you remember what Opera? Opera! It was it's it's like a weird like not well known browse web browser. I thought
1: I that
2: know. was it's the
1: default deep... Apple uh, operating system. That's a, that's Safari. Oh. I'm gonna look this up. Um, I don't know. I, I they have a fifty-eight dollar stock.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's just Opera Software owns Opera. I don't know. Anyways, keep going. But yeah, so um
1: well who. It's
0: not it's obviously not
1: Trump looking into this because he just says things and stuff happens, whoever's on the staff. <laughs> I don't know. Department of Defense is probably involved in this just because there's a lot of stuff eaten up in China recently, some stuff that definitely doesn't pertain to us, like uh they just created a, a draft. So Yep. Doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> um, maybe that does pertain to us in the future. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's the the Committee on Foreign Investments in the U.S. Um, they've officially written to companies including Riot Games and Epic Games, who have their stakes who have stakes from Tencent, um, who are they're not even min- minority owners. They're they're considered majority owners with how much of the stock they own, which is split out. So. I don't know what they're hoping to do by writing to Riot and Epic Games, trying to get, maybe get Tencent pushed out by that stock back. Who knows? But uh, those initial fears that were cast off, saying that they're not going to touch anything but VChat, um and TikTok, which is now those fears, can be wiped away. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah,
0: well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. See, so kind of going pseudo back to PlayStation News, uh Demon Souls and Final Fantasy sixteen retract their statement that it will have a PC launch.
1: Yeah, okay, Sony, I believe you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe them at all. <laughs> um th- Square's gonna release stuff where they want. The yeah. points remakes have made it to PC also, especially, you know, former Sony only games like crash Mm -hmm. Spyro, and stuff like that so um i don't think they'll be launched but i think they if they aren't launched they'll definitely make it to pc just because those are not sony owned companies
0: yeah i I think they're probably going to be going to i think it's the reason my theory on why they did this is they're probably going to be timed exclusives and so they're probably trying to that that's i think that's where that comes from is that they're not going to be
1: well i mean your only competition really you're not competing with the pc market you're competing with the other console and as we'll get into later it might not even be much of a competition really anymore except on the hardware side of things Hmm. so uh having it just a console launch only is just kind of weird because if i wanted to buy a ps5 for this launch title i can't anyways just let Hmm. me give you money otherwise But yeah, so that whole also available on PC part of those slides uh, was apparently retracted. Said human error. I think it was human error that it was revealed a little too early that it was also coming to PC.
0: Okay. Oh wow. Okay, so I'm going to inject something in here too. Just I'll just I'm just going to do a quick little thing because it's just a news article that just popped up on my uh, news alerts like right now on my phone. Cool. Um, breaking news! Um, guys. Breaking news! Bop bomb! September uh, development. learn about the day after. <laughs> September development. Well, actually, I think this is from a couple days ago. Shit. But, uh, uh. So let's see. So we have some developments on, out of nowhere on Time Splitters Rewind. Uh, so, they posted a 30 minute gameplay video. So, as I've mentioned in previous videos and podcasts, I do still believe that they're working on a new IP for Time Splitters now uh, that the IP has been repurchased. But after the IP was repurchased, the permissions were still left to Grant's Rewind to continue, and Splitters Rewind was a fan project uh, after Crytek had abandoned uh, Splitters 4. They did al- <clears throat> kind of allow the community to, um, to keep working on it uh, on a fan level, and they've been working on this for a long time, and it looks like... Uh, yeah, there's some new updates on that, so go check out there's a thirty minute game trick play trailer now. So huh. And I'm I'm posting that now on the gaming page too, if you want to check it out. So
2: Time Splitters had the best level editor.
0: Oh yeah. Hands down. That's what t- so the Time Splitters level editor is straight up what got me interested in video game development. That's awesome. Yeah, that was – I loved doing that so much, especially because you can build, like, story modes and then do it and all that kind of stuff, and that's that's what, like, really sparked that desire for game development and, like, really pathed a lot of where I am now. So it's – I, I, I Splitters is a really meaningful IP to me, and that's why, uh, if uh, you recall Sasquatch, I had pretty crazy feelings over <laughs> Crytek and that whole situation. But like I said, it's – And I t- told you, you were dumb. I know. Well, like I said, I, I was I, right. yes, because I realize it's not really my. It's not really a thing with Crytek. It was their CEO and co-founder, and him in particular, I have the bone to pick now. But, anyways, I'm not gonna. We we already have a video where I rant about that. So, uh, the day one updates for Super Mario 3D All Stars is now live.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, it's. Not really doing much, it's just changing like some display issues. Uh and something about in order to let you play the game more comfortably have also fixed some issues. Yeah, so... the that, really non-specific. <laughs> yeah. Uh I do know once in a while in co-op I was hearing reports that it would chug frame rate wise, so hopefully this will fix that. Uh but other than that, apparently even though it is just emulated the upscaling for, like, Mario Galaxy and everything it looks pretty good on it from everything I've heard, so it might not be in as bad of shape as I have initially heard and thought it would be, so. I actually, uh, picked it up last night and started Super Mario Galaxy, and it does look really good. It does look good, because I remember back in the day it was just fucking 4.3 scaling awfulness. <laughs> it was, like, for some reason the only non-HD console. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's, a. Uh... It's fun. It's different. Um, I haven't. I think this is actually the first 3D Mario I've played. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Well, it's one more than me. I don't think I've played any 3D Mario games. You See? should. Super Mario Sunshine
1: is the bomb. The last, um, the
0: la- the last Nintendo console that I played a lot of games on straight up was Super Nintendo. Uh, I never had a Nintendo 64, one of my neighbors did, and I played some a lot, especially Smash, but that was about it, and then I got a GameCube pretty much exclusively to rig up to play Game Boy Advance games on, um, so that I could trade myself Pokemon between my GameCube and my fucking um, Game Boy, because I found one at a pawn shop for cheaper than a Game Boy, but, yeah, that's I, – I, I just never picked up many Nintendo consoles because there's only a few IPs that I actually really liked, um, and I usually just, like, borrowed Friends or something like that. It was never enough to make me want to buy a whole Nintendo console.
1: Yeah, the only Nintendo console I had until I got a 3DS a couple years ago uh, was a Game Boy
0: Pocket. Mm-hmm. I always did love the handhelds. I really wish I've always wanted to try and pick up a DS, um, because yeah, I love their handhelds. But the con, the actual physical consoles, um, it, yeah, it, there just wasn't enough games on it that I that I wanted to make me want to buy the whole thing. So, Let's see, so Bungie is overhauling how ghosts works uh, work in Destiny Two.
1: Yeah, they have been a waste of space for the most part to keep any of them for the last yeah. as long as I've been playing, which <clears throat> admittedly isn't always that were. long. But uh, <laughs> they're, they're giving the mod slots that you can customize the one you want to do what you want, so you're not stuck using an ugly shell with the XP buff. Please hmm. put the XP buff on everything. Get those engrams faster. I don't know. This last season, there have been too many engrams. <laughs> like, like I have to stop playing the game to go like clear my mailbox because you can only hold what ten at a time, and you get so many this season that it's it's just it kills your inventory. Like I have like I have to go in. And like, make sure my mailbox is clear because it's gonna overflow with engrams by the end of my session. And they're not even huh. useful. That's right? <laughs> they're not. It's terrible. Like it was. It and was cool. But I'm ever to lead, too. <laughs> uh, I just, I just turn them all in without like focusing them to anything in particular, and then just consume them for mats. That is an acceptable solution. Hmm. Works for me. Anyway, back to the ghosts. I am definitely excited for the change because um, I've got some cool ghosts that I've been hanging on to that just have awful perks. <laughs> and with like what four planets going away, like half of them are going to have like perks that don't even aren't even relevant anymore. So is this going to be a thing like where you, from your collection, just create the ghost and it will have the open slots now, or we'll just change all yeah. the ones you have in your inventory and saved up as well? I th- it should change all of them. Okay. So uh, you'd be able to pull one from collections and it would be clean slate, put whatever, whatever you want on it. Um, it also looks like it's going to have an energy system similar to the way armor is now.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. You can masterwork it and have a fancy. Gold ring around your icon. <laughs> <laughs> More stuff to masterwork. Oh boy. Hmm. Yep.
0: All right. So, Pokemon leak may hint at a new next gen game, and it's—I mean, it's—it's it's a big it's a big hint not at the same time um, there's some good theories around it so the kind of leak revolves around a new trademark filed by both nintendo and game freak um so the copyright was or the trademark was filed for entei which is one of the three legendary pokemon from gold silver and crystal um and so they don't necessarily in this way trademark every Pokemon. They're usually, in the way that this trademark is, they only do this for uh, Pokemon that are going to appear in titles. So think like um, the, the Pokemon that appears on the cover of the box art. Those are usually the ones that are trademarked in this way. So the same way that they trademark, you know, like Pikachu for the Yellow Edition or um, something like that, they're trademarking Entei. So the running theory right now is that there's going to be another Let's Go game coming out that's set in the Johto region. So it'll probably be like Let's Go Entei or something like that. Um, but that's kind of the going theory right now is that it's going to be another Let's Go game, not a quote-unquote main entry game.
2: What but, is different about the uh, the
1: Let's Go games? I've not I've not looked into them at all.
0: So I've never played them. From what I know vaguely about them, it's basically like. Uh, like a one-player version of Pokemon Go. Huh. So it's, it, it's... Uh, yeah. So there's no
1: battling. There's just catching stuff. It's and there's still it's the AR remake and stuff. Of Pokemon Go, yeah. yeah it's there's... still AR. It's the Pokemon Go system of catch. It's yeah. It's, weird. It's one-player Pokemon like Go. Kids. Yeah. Well, now I'm not not as excited about this potential. Let's go, Ente.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be overly excited about it. Let's go, hentai. <laughs> 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 ah, Pokémon
2: After Dark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> god no, no furries. Ah! Oh, I don't see yeah, get... people for much. But yeah, I that get an... I will.
0: I oh god, I saw a meme. Oh, I should have fucking saved it. I get enough of that it's so hard to fucking find groups with Digimon memes because that like the Digimon furry communities cross over way too much and it's just like I can't even do Digimon stuff on Facebook. It's it's accessible uh, and it's and it's not even like the quote unquote harmless furries, it's the ones that are like aggressively like in your face about it. Waving
1: that red rocket around. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, dude, I don't uh, I can only click a term,
1: at- a term I heard years ago. Everyone is furry for Renamon.
0: Who? That's not why. Renamon. What's
1: that? It was, uh, it was a Digimon, in, I think the third season. Mm-hmm. That's just a typical fox.
0: Look at this thing. wouldn't that be yeah. the one you're furry? Yeah, to? yeah I'm, I'm gonna say stupid. whoever's saying that to <laughs> no, you no, no, has some one's... stuff they just don't want to admit, man.
1: That, or they just readily admitted it.
0: You know. Yeah, or that. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. But I love Digimon, and I am not a furry fan. So when I see those things constantly uh, combined, it just puts me off. But
1: see, here you go. You can get behind this. This oh, is great. No. What are you That's gonna post? You
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely, dude. If you saw some of the shit that I saw from some of these Digimon groups. You would fucking lose all faith in humanity, like any shred you had it's left. Wine. You'd be like, you'd be like, what the? F-? Okay, is check it, it out. Here, okay, here's the absolute the worst. Okay, here's the absolute worst thing that I saw. I, I don't even if I should even say this. on don't know, pop- Yeah, this is
1: this is, is actually is a, a cool ass statue 18. figure you can buy. If you're in the 12- to 18-year-old range and still listening, should probably stop. Turn
0: this shit off. But, Wait, okay. we already gave you this warning. This, this is one of the worst things I saw. Is it was a post that people were legit. This wasn't like a, holy fuck, can you believe this exists? This was a post people were talking about like, oh my god, check this out. Where can I buy one? It was a onesie with the crotch cut out of it. And it was an image, print, 3D image printed on to it that, so that it looked like it was a padamon laying down. It was, like, disturbing on so many fucking levels. I was like, what <laughs> in the fuck? I immediately left that, because I was like, this is fucked. Someone's, like, talking about how fucked this is, right? And I looked in the comments, and they're like, this is so cute, this is so... And I'm like, leave group, leave group, leave group. It was. I was like, "What the fuck kind of shit?" There's some weird Digimon communities out there, and like, shame on you. If if you're listening, shame shame on you. How did we get here? I don't know. This came but... from Pokemon Leak May hit some new next gen game. Uh, uh, I mean,
1: like. I I really can't talk much shit because the other day Amazon suggested <laughs> a uh, anime body pillow for me. So
0: have you seen your like, Facebook yeah, page? <laughs> yeah, I don't post um... anything about that on there. No, on that's either... like there's there's obvious lines and like some of these Digimon groups cross them, but definitely. So um, speaking
1: of Digimon, though, have you uh, have you checked out the reboot of the original anime? I have.
0: He has not. No, um, I'm probably going to, but I'm going to wait until the uh, show concludes so I can binge it. Well,
1: you just, like, binge half of it now, then half of it when it finishes. So it's halfway Cause,
0: through. Because I'm already pretty strung up for time right now, so I figure I'll just leave it. When I get on my winter Perfect. vacation, then, then it should all be done. you just watch
1: one episode a day and you won't be strung for time. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm doing. I wish I had that kind of self-fucking control you you
1: can't it's just set
0: an alarm (laughs) and punch yourself in the face
1: if you don't follow it
0: that's true (laughs) all right so the last stand update is wait what the the last stand update is left for dead 2's first major dlc in eight years yeah so Uh, wait was this not was this jaff's uh yeah okay
1: well, yeah. either way, it's since I don't think the other two are joining us and no. leaving me with full crew of blue balls once again. <laughs> yep. Uh, we can still do the meme. We'll just put like a circle with a cross across it on their faces. How about that? <laughs> <There you go. laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's not officially Valve released. Um, it is a However, it is officially recognized by Valve. It is a large fan-made uh, DLC, and here's how official it is. They gave 30 new achievements to the game on Steam. Oh, wow. So, yeah, um, it gives you an entire new campaign, um, 30 new achievements, 26 new survival maps, four new scavenge maps, two new melee weapons, um, Left for Dead 1 infected skins with functional gore. Don't know what that is, a new and unused survivor voice lines. So,. Uh, ones that might have just Valve might have sitting around that they sent to them as well when they cleared it, um, new and improved character animations, uh, new gun models and animations, PvP enhancements and balance updates, official CSS weapon implementation, and brand new mutations, Rocket Dude and Tank So this is a pretty hefty fan-made product that Valve gave them the official go-ahead to that is an official update now, which mm. is actually really, really cool. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of content. Uh, yeah, and they turned an old Left for Dead 1 survival map into a full campaign with 26 new survival maps in all. So is a this is a huge, huge update. And it um, looks like officially when they reached out, um, a user reached out to file to see if they were doing anything for the 10th anniversary update but they were working on their half-life VR game half-life Alex and so when he asked them asked them to have the community do something he got the go ahead so they gave him source source files and everything for different parts he wanted to work on and they gave him the green light gave him their blessing and here we are with a huge official update
0: nice so uh the CC- so this here is our uh, weekly <laughs> fuck China update. Um, yeah, fuck C- China, fuck China. <laughs> the CCP announces uh, plans to take control over China's private sector. We kind of hinted at this a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm.
1: Full-blown communism. Yep. Uh, uh everyone works for the government now so i guess technically that makes them all valid targets in war hmm. <laughs> not saying yes. we should go nuke the place but <laughs> it's not a war crime <laughs> anymore <laughs> don't quote me on that i don't know if <laughs> i convention i only know one thing and that's you cannot use the um salvation Army's cross on anything wait what yeah so the uh the red cross
0: yeah yeah it
1: is considered a war crime to use that in anything what that's why in video games it's a white cross and a red box what wait i I need i need that why yeah why
0: Uh, it's just part of the geneva convention but yeah but why like who who made that rule and what is its purpose why is that a war crime the country i don't know why it's a war crime i don't
1: understand it's i th- i think to help with forgery mm-hmm. um false representation stuff like that it yeah, is written like, into the geneva convention though because this the the they're their own uh their own organization outside of international control mm-hmm. essentially so yeah so that you can't go around looking like the red cross when actually you're there with nukes to to shoot some people
0: oh okay i got you
1: like yeah, but like the Red Cross is supposed to symbolize like uh, Salvation Army. No, it's just the Red yeah. Cross. That's
0: the name of it. Fuck,
1: I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a violation of the Geneva Convention to use that. So, hmm. I mean, you'll probably get more trouble using that in like a custom graphic than for nuking China at this point.
0: Jeez. Oh, I found that was talking about. Oh, it's the Digimon one that's weird. No, I would I would never try and search that one out.
1: (laughs) The first two are pretty interchangeable. I think you just go with furry, because I don't think furries really care about genitalia.
0: You you're not furries just care care if there's a hole. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) So Don't
1: worry, I've seen those awful posts
0: in groups I'm in as well. So how to tell your geese apart in the upcoming Untitled Goose game?
1: DLC. Um, The DLC, yes. So they've got a... a, I haven't actually played the Goose game, but it looks fantastic.
0: It's fantastic,
1: Um, they tell you. (laughs) But uh, the the new Goose, the the two-player, has slightly different... Colored, uh, honker and, uh, feet. Beak, that's what it's called. I called it a honker because it's a goose. Uh, <laughs> but it also has a, uh, a slightly altered, uh, honk when you honk with it, I guess. Hmm. Honk. Is that what it sounds like?
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Probably my bike. It's
1: just, hmm. just, like a dude doing that. <laughs> Punk. Oh, they're cute. I love mayhem. Those geese are not cute. They are monsters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just saw you comment into Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. So I guess one of the really big news topics this week uh, is Microsoft that's an understatement. Microsoft a- swallowing <laughs> Bethesda. That's uh... yeah, that's a big one. Acquiring seven <laughs> acquiring. I got you, buddy. Don't wait. Worry. What did I say? Acquiring. Acquiring. Oh no. Acquiring. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what happens when our podcast recordings last longer than an hour. I mean, to be fair, barely.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> So this is. So there's a lot going on here, though. So let's let's unpack this.
1: Yeah. So earlier this week, to literally everyone except, I guess, Microsoft, the Bethesda surprise. Microsoft purchased uh, ZeniMax Media for seven point five billion dollars,
0: which is a fucking, even relatively speaking, a lot.
1: That's Um, for for a studio. Yes, for Microsoft. That's
0: more than Disney paid for Marvel.
1: Yeah, uh, Microsoft, however, is larger than Disney. Microsoft That's... has a has a free cash amount of seventy billion dollars. They could have made they could have purchased ten companies, and their cash on hand that they can physically hand you or you know, essentially write a check without having to do any hoop jumping was forty billion. God damn! You you want to know what I I I read a whole bunch of stuff on this. You want to know what Sony's cash on uh, Sony's Free Flow cash is? Hmm. Five billion. They could not have even purchase Zenimax. Yeah, and Sony is killing it in the cons in the gaming industry right now. And yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft literally just has so much seventy billion. Fuck you. Right, but on- honestly, with this sort of purchase, they're obviously moving further into mm. just the gaming sector. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Zenimax, uh, Zenimax Media, which is the owner of Bethesda Studios, who makes popular game series such as Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Doom, uh, a ton of other games. Um, they have uh, Arcane Studios, um, the developers of the Dishonored series and the
0: upcoming Deathloop, as well. Does Microsoft uh, own ID also? They yeah. They okay, now own so. ID because yeah. that's a that's a uh, Zenimax. Okay, yeah, company. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, sorry. So yeah, it's a ton, a ton yeah. of IPs they
1: just gave. Um, and one of the things they're doing is they're honoring the studios' prior agreements with Sony. So, for the Death timed Loop exclusives. and Tokyo, yeah. those are and, still going to be time exclusives. Um, that might just be because they'd have to dish out like refunds or not.
0: I don't know. I I think that's pretty big of them because and and I don't know all of the details, but it seems like they could have pretty easily gotten away with not honoring that. So. They, I think the worst uh, would Fallout would have been... It, I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, but I, I think the worst Fallout would have been their PR more than anything. So, um, You yeah, know what? I'm
1: going even further. Um, Microsoft said most games will just be released to other consoles on a case-by-case basis. So mm-hmm. that's probably a yes. Just because, you know, that's free money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're pretty much just going to leave ZeniMax alone. They just bought ZeniMax. And they're like, go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. That's That's what's going on. Yeah. They're just letting them do their own thing. <laughs> you know, Which is was... pretty cool. Pretty uh, pretty cool to keep them... Um, uh, to keep, let them keep their own identity. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's always the best identity. If you've ever played an Elder Scrolls or Fallout game, you know <laughs> they don't test those games for shit. No. Well, but the other Zenimax studios are very, very good at what they do.
0: And I was talking to one of my buddies about this, and there's a precedent that I'm hoping could possibly get set here, in that... <clears throat> You know, if they keep honoring those timed exclusives, and then they know that people are gonna want those, you know, Elder Scroll and Fallout games, especially on all their consoles, I could see them moving maybe to where instead of uh, focusing on exclusives, then focusing instead on (laughs) timed exclusives, and I think that would be a really good, uh, just new industry standard to see, as opposed to just ex console exclusives if we saw a normalization of timed exclusives instead of just outright console exclusives i think that would make for a much um better community in general what are your guys thoughts
1: um i think so too i'm just waiting till we can see microsoft yates pass on sony consoles hmm. uh i mean like i said uh like I, i've set up a ton hardware is not where you make money at all yeah. in the console industry. Software. It's software. You buy one console and that's it. Mm. Uh, by licensing these games out, leasing them on other consoles, because this means, you know, for the Switch, um, any other console that might come out uh, from Nintendo, the PS5, that's just straight money to Zenimax, which is to Microsoft's bottom line. It does not benefit them all to just lock them to. Exclusivity on their consoles because most people are not most people, and you know you got a fraction, maybe two percent, who are going to go out and buy both consoles because people just don't generally have that sort of disposable income. And if they do, it's just going to sit there and it's going to be for one game, and that's not a that's not a good way to make money by yeah. selling like one console one game.
0: Yeah, I learned my lesson that with a three hundred and sixty because <laughs> I bought it for one game and then it was just like man. <laughs> I'm what so glad now, I'm do do? Gears. I'm so glad I can get Gears of War on uh fucking PC now. Yeah,
1: uh, that's pretty much how I feel when any game comes to PC. <laughs> it's like, hey, cool. <laughs> well, any Microsoft game you can get now. So, yep. and I mean, also this is big news because all these Zenimax games now they're technically first party, while really being kept at like a second party hand. Mm. Um they're going to be available on Games Pass. So we're going to be getting Fallout 76, Fallout 5, whatever comes, whatever comes from Obsidian. Uh, so this is huge. Oh, this yeah. is a lot of new games coming to their subscription service. And Microsoft is hedging a lot on their subscription service. Uh, you're going to get people playing games they would not normally have bought. So it's it's going to make them money. It's going to make the studios money. People might go out and buy the games of their own still, because people do that because they're like, well... I don't want to pay $15 over f- five months when I can just go buy this one game I'll play for f- five months mm. and be done and not have to pay that extra. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is completely hedging their bets in the, the opposite direction of Sony, it seems. So let's mm. see how it goes. And like I said to you before, I Microsoft, I think, is clearly going to win this war if Sony doesn't change what they're doing. Mm-hmm.
0: So it also seems like they aren't done buying game studios, according to Satya uh, Nadella? Yes. Um, The CEO. Yeah.
1: yeah, um, They said that they are going to look for more studios to purchase. Now, like I said before, they have a lot of cash on hand and free flow cash. Mm -hmm. So they can purchase a lot of stuff. Uh, They can purchase another large studio. I don't know if there's really a much larger studio that you can consider Bethesda being, let alone the entire company that owns them. Uh, You got like what, Ubisoft, uh, Electronic Arts. Um, Doesn't make much sense though because the EA Pass is coming to Microsoft's Game Pass anyways. Mm -hmm. So might be a huge vibe of smaller companies, but um, exciting news because that means they would become first party games if you have the Games Pass and you enjoy your console.
0: So, hmm. see. So, uh, the next thing on our list is uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War updates. I don't know if you guys were able to see that video that I posted, but it kind of detailed some of the stuff uh, over the beta – or, sorry, the alpha, which is now closed, and just some of the different – the main area that it was underlining was differences between uh, Cold War and Modern Warfare, and um, – kind of any problems that could cause going into Warzone. So <clears throat> there's, so you know, any of the areas where it's crossed over, I'm, we're, we're, I'm wondering how is Warzone going to incorporate it? Is it going to take from the Black Ops side or from the Modern Warfare side? So, because, um, you know, there's a lot of small details that are going to be different between the two games. So it's it, it seems like... You're gonna like the gameplay style would change in one way or another at some point, but
1: um, <clears throat> I'm not sure. I do know in Core of Black Ops and in, in Cold War, the core multiplayer in that game, they got rid of like all the openable and closable doors that you see throughout the maps. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll affect Warzone at all. Um, I really, it's it's up in the air. They might just nuke the map and give you a new map at the end of one season when Cold War launches.
0: You don't uh, You know what my theory on the map is? Is that um, what they'll end up doing is dropping a totally new map, not getting rid of the old one, just dropping a new one. And then when you go into Warzone, it kind of puts you in a random roulette of maps like it does for multiplayer. And the map that you land on kind of depicts the theme of the game that you're playing. So you're right, right now obviously there'd only be two. But the next year a third one comes out. And it cycles between all three of them. And whichever one it lands on is. You know what I mean. So that's that's um, kind of where I think they might be going with it.
1: All of your character skins and stuff. And camels are supposed to carry over. So mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure. What they're going to do. Who okay. knows. Yeah. Um, they could just push stuff to Warzone. And keep the Black Ops stuff all itself. And just throw in more weapons and whatnot. Who knows. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just I think Warzone's just going to eventually be bloated. So, maybe yeah. like once uh the next modern warfare rolls around, Modern Warfare 2 reboot Electric mm-hmm. Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> they'll get rid of the original Modern Warfare stuff. Who knows. I'll I'll miss Mara though, that's for sure.
0: I I'm, I'm liking <laughs> what my, I see.
1: I'll miss my cat girl operator.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm liking what I see from Cold War, but I um and so I I, and I think I am end up going to pre-order it um so I can have it on PS4 and PS5 uh, for the same price as just buying it for PS5 but um I I am very curious to see what they do with Warzone.
1: Yeah that's the big question really. Yeah. Um, Warzone is going to remain free I'm sure so uh, what is implemented from Cold war who knows.
0: So, um, the Big Navi VRAM specs have been leaked.
1: Yeah. Um, They've got two two variants. One's looking like it'll be a 16 gigabyte uh, VRAM, and the other will have 12, which is uh, pretty much head to head with what the RTX 3080 and 3090 are going to be pushing. I find it weird that the lower, the worst one is the 22 and the better one's the 21. Yeah. That's getting into fucking Microsoft Navy conventions now. (laughs) Yeah, the, uh, let's see. The leak, uh, came from a guy who's had decent leaks in the past, I guess. But I haven't been following too closely since I I just got a 5700. Mm hmm. And wasn't wasn't really planning to jump on the uh, the the new cards yet. They're, I did hear they're supposed to have ray tracing now. So, oh nice. Yeah, uh, they're just one year behind Nvidia on that, but ray tracing is still not optimized very well in any game yet. So, <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> so, uh, future club. Yeah.
1: So uh, Doc here posted something on this, talking about its formation. But um, we did talk over this previously, how the uh, schoolgirls studio went under because their boss was a prick. Um, This is pretty much uh, the remaining former staff of Lab Zero Games. They're like, hey, we're making a new studio. Here we are. So this is also people who are fired or who quit in Proteus, uh, who quit in Proteus uh, uh Thoring over here, who quit in protests. Um, so far, there's 15 developers from Lab Zero Games on board there. <clears throat> nice. Hopefully, some so, of the artists. Yeah, uh, they're part of it. Um, it's devs, uh, which includes designers, artists, and programmers. Um, they're Skullgirls was definitely one of the the better games to look at aesthetically. Your Guilty Gear doesn't look too bad, but it's not the same sort of hand-drawn because it's still cel-shaded. So there's still 3D while Skullgirls is completely 2D hand animated. And it's hard to find any good-looking hand-animated games. They're few and far between. Mm. So really looking forward to what they come out with new now because it's going to have to be a new IP and everything since Lab Zero still owns Skullgirls. So, I mean, you're going to be getting another fighting game to the the community which isn't the worst thing overall either yeah
2: always like fighting games
1: especially considering these are people who have made these games in the past at multiple studios and most recently lab zero games yeah and skull is considered a very very well done fighting game god it's not every platform it's
0: on fucking phones
1: <laughs> is it really
0: yeah So, uh, let's see. BTS is coming to Fortnite. This was Tomy's, but she is not here.
1: I uh had to look up what BTS is. It's a K-pop band. Oh, okay. It's in their Fortnite Party Royale mode. Um. It's the latest big act to venture into the virtual world of world of Fortnite following Marshmallow and Travis Scott from earlier this year. Uh It's supposed to turn uh, Nate Nanzer, Fortnite's head of global partnerships, in an interview, said that he was supposed to. they was hoping to turn Party Royale into a proper, albeit virtual, venue for artists. So their next target was a K-pop band. Uh, Not just K-pop any K-pop
2: band. band. The biggest BTS.
1: K-pop band. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we'll we'll go with K-pop boy band, because uh, Huna will always have my heart K-pop. That Bubble Pop video, man. It is a great video. Oh, you forget there's music at all sometimes. Where's Jeff? He would love all this. Jesus. Apparently
0: <laughs> driving? Still? Is he now? Uh, he was signing... Yeah. Didn't even want to hijack his own car. Hmm. <laughs> So uh, Bethesda teases <clears throat> the largest engine overhaul ever, um and apparently they're uh it's the first time they're doing an engine overhaul since Oblivion, so
1: Yeah, uh it's about time because the Skyrim looked dated when it came out. Uh not a good look, same default mm-hmm. for. Yep. Um uh, so good timing on it. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it looks even better. (laughs) And part of this, this was also teased as part of the uh, Bethesda or the Zenimax purchase. So. Mm -hmm. My Discord crashed. I'm back.
0: Oh, damn. Oh, welcome back. We were just talking.
1: I think it had a bunch of updates. So. Mm.
0: We were just talking about the uh, latest engine overhaul in Bethesda.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah. Did you see the image on that post? The The rendering they did of the Skyrim grandma? Yeah, that yeah. was insane. It looks, it looks good. It looks really good.
1: Yeah, isn't and, she supposed to be in uh, <clears throat> Control 6? Mm-hmm. Yep. She'll be dead by the time it comes out, but she'll be in it. She'll
0: yep. live forever. I, th- I think that's probably the idea. <laughs>
1: She'll live forever, especially in mods. Oh yeah. god, I don't want to
0: Oh no, 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 no. Back, <laughs> no, 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 let's, so, no, no. Blizzard, oh, annou- no, no. Blizzard announces BlizzCon Online, an online only BlizzCon oh, okay, for 2021.
2: <laughs> yeah, so.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why did you say that? Channeling my oh, inner chat, and it's upsetting me,
1: man. God, there's gonna be a ton of work against oh. Elder Scrolls Six and poor Granny. No. Um, yeah, so Blizzard announced their next BlizzCon for 2021 that they're actually naming BlizzCon Online. <clears throat> so it's already announced um, the fact they're moving into 2021 already with it just online rather than just scheduling it, because they've always had an online portion before. Uh, the, so who knows? It's also in California. California might be permanently under lockdown anyways. It's going to be on fire. It's going to be under p- permanent pandemic. Uh, people might not be able to move through the streets without walking through three layer, three foot layers of shit at some point. Who knows? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so it's officially just online. Uh, uh, the virtual tickets, the prices were announced, and it'll be free. So oh. previously to attend Blizzard, BlizzCon online, you did have to pay a fee. Not quite as much as attending in person, but you also you had to pay a fee. Um, it will be free this time, however, so that's a that's a new thing. Maybe I'll <laughs> actually tune in this time. <laughs> there'll be an online cosplay exhibition, which is just not nearly as fun. Um, I've been to a couple of BlizzCons before, and those are actually really cool and neat to go to, seeing all the people in their just kind of funny low budget thrown together stuff and other people like how the fuck did you did you do that so (laughs) (laughs) lots of money Um, if you do want to participate in the community showcase which is part of the online cosplay exhibition um, you do have to have your submissions submitted to Blizzard by January 4th of next year so 2021
0: good to know Alright, so the next thing we'll do. So, <clears throat> D&D 3 classic settings are coming next year. Yeah!
1: That's pretty hype. We don't know which ones for sure. They haven't announced, uh, but possibilities are Dark Sun, Planescape, Greyhawk, Spelljammer. Uh... God, give me a Planescape. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's kind of teased right now with uh, Avernus. So,
0: give me full-on Planescape. Oh, I, think, I think Planescape's probably my favorite too. Greyhawk's neat as well. Oh, uh, I like yeah.
1: Greyhawk. I haven't played Planescape. Uh, I've recommend... never even
0: heard of Planescape. <clears throat> You've never heard of Planescape? No, Bla- oh, I thought you said Blaine. No, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Planescape? No, Planescape I love, but. Um... <laughs> So that's the one I'm probably most excited about if they do it, but it's, I don't know, I, I, I mostly still always played second edition, so I've never got into any of the newer ones anyways.
1: Yeah, and so they've recently gone through a lot along with newer ones like Descent mm. to Avernus. Um, they've really done a lot with updating old modules like uh, Curse of Strahd, um, Dungeon of the Mad Mage, uh, uh, Tales of the Yawning Portal, which is just a compilation of multiple older ones thrown together smaller one-shot dungeons. So um they've done a great job updating them for 5e, so kind of see what they do with that. Um, I'm looking forward to because there's just more stuff that'll uh be thrown into the program my group uses to play right now. So
0: how is 5e? I've heard good things, I've never played it though.
1: Um <clears throat> it's different. It's like both simplified and more complex. It really speeds up
0: speeds it up, which is nice. I was told it's still it's, really,
1: really diverse with how many subclasses you have for each main class.
0: I was told as a uh, as a second edition purist that this would probably be the most likely to draw my interest out of the newer versions.
1: That's weird, considering the AC system's entirely different. And the combat system's nearly entirely different. But sure, okay.
0: <laughs> I, I, I was <laughs> testing the legitimacy of that statement, so I, know. I think it's. I think it's
1: the. I mean, I guess really the other edition I have to compare to is 4e, but I think it's the best one since 3.5. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely better than 4e. Um, better 4e is like 4E. its own weird 3. I, I, I haven't had enough time with 5th edition yet to really compare it to 3.5, but man, I loved 3.5. <laughs> you could do whatever you wanted. I think 5e is a really, really good balance. It's not overly complex, but you can make it complex with your decisions and how you want to go about things um
0: so so but no- yeah this is just
1: on this is just on tail of like their crossover that they're doing uh, they have the crossover with magic coming up they have oh. the the magic's crossover and in, straight into dungeons and dragons it's the Theros book uh, which is like the the greek roman mythos plane so kind of going back who knows what they're going to hit uh, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of stuff they can go over and people are going to buy updated models that's
0: just how it works. <laughs> so Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid 2 are coming to PC again. Ah, uh, yes! Oh, was yes. this one Anyone? of Jaff's, maybe? No. Oh. No, this, this, was, this was Ducks. Was,
1: yeah, this is ah. one of mine. Um, it's, it's still only a rumor. Uh, but... There, there is a very good chance that we'll see Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid 2 coming to PC. Um, again. <laughs> again, because apparently there was a PC release. I didn't know I that. I didn't know that either, but apparently it doesn't work at all, so this would be kind of nice. Yeah. yeah um, I never played the first Metal Gear Solid, but I've, I've played every single one since, uh, with the exception of the ones that came out after... Uh, Hideo Kojima was no longer involved. That's just Metal Gear Survive. No. Oh. Yeah, he was involved. He was the producer on Five. Oh, I thought they ousted him like during the development cycle of Five. Man. No, he was ousted right after. Oh, okay. okay <laughs> he so was ousted like time. right after, and when uh, <laughs> and it was kind of funny at the Game Awards, Five won an award, and uh, Konami did not invite him. And so Jeff Keeley, probably one of the better, uh, he's uh, could probably actually be considered a gaming journalist, unlike most of the trash you have. But uh, He actually announced the reward award to give it to Hideo Kojima, <laughs> rather than Konami. Oh, bless that man. Hmm. Good dude. But yeah, he he was involved in four and five. Okay, I did. I definitely played four. That was that was a good one. I enjoyed that quite a hmm. bit. Um, yeah, they uh they cut the time he had to work on five. That's why it kind of ends in a weird spot. Doesn't actually finish. And <laughs> but uh, Metal what? Gear Solid Two was a game I grew up with. Uh, yes. I, I I remember playing it for the first time on my cousin's uh PlayStation Two. Uh, because I I definitely wasn't allowed to have that shit at home. <laughs> but. Once, once I got a little bit older and had a little more access to things, I, I picked up Metal Gear Solid 3, 2, um, and played them for weeks and weeks and weeks. Man, you couldn't even get mad at 2 when it was revealed that you were not Snake. You had no idea who Snake was. You're was right. like, oh, look at this naked guy cartwheeling. <laughs> <laughs> the naked part wasn't until, like, the end of the game. <laughs>
0: So speaking of the original Metal Gear, uh, apparently it's getting a PS5 exclusive remaster.
1: PS5 and PC, apparently. Oh. We know how PC also announcements have gone the last week with Sony, so.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. um, though it'd be, that's kind of weird because Metal Gear Solid has been released on the GameCube and Xbox and Xbox mm-hmm. 360 as well. The only one that has the only Metal Gear Solid that hasn't released on multiple consoles are the PlayStation Portable ones, um, Acid, and some other ones. Acid was like mm-hmm. a weird card game. If it was on Acid <laughs> uh, and uh, Guns of the Patriots Four. So mm-hmm. um, I would not be surprised if this didn't make its way to PC as well as even perhaps other consoles. It could just be a exclusive launch or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. But that would be really, really cool having a remake of it because it is kind of outdated mechanics-wise and everything now. Yeah. There was a purpose at the time, but purpose is not really needed anymore with the fidelity we can have mm-hmm. how tech has it since
0: its launch. So Chip's Challenge is a free game on Steam. Yeah, I remember playing
1: this game when I was a little kid on the computers. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's like a little platforming adventure puzzle game that you can now get for free on Steam. Nice. So if you're like me when you were younger and were not able to beat it, well now you cannot beat it <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> um, I recommend giving it a try. It's a fun little a fun little puzzle adventure game mm. where you get a run from giant
0: chopping teeth. I'll have to go download that if it's free, especially yeah.
1: It's like a it's like an it's like a weird nerdy Zelda
0: thing. <laughs>
1: You find tools, go through the level, get
0: keycards and whatnot. Okay. So the former Blizzard president unveils a new company called Dreamhaven.
1: Uh yeah. So this is this is huge, huge news. Um. So not only former president, but co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment, Mike Morhaime. Mm. Um. He revealed his new project. Uh. This was actually yeah, literally earlier today. Uh, that they have a new, stu- uh, new, not even a new studio, it's essentially a publisher, Dreamhaven. Um, and this has a ton of former Blizzard uh, veteran developers in it. Um, and they also have already two dedicated development studios in Moonshot Games, as well as Secret Door. Um, overall, uh, this has Morhaim, it has the company's CEO, and his wife, uh, Amy Morhaim, will be head of operations. They are joined by former Hearthstone lead Jason Chase, creative director Ben Thompson, and former StarCraft II and Heroes of the Storm director Dustin Browder at Moonshot Games. Um, At Secret Door, they have Chris Sigety, who worked as the the executive producer on Hearthstone and StarCraft II and Heroes of the Storm. While he's also joined by Alan uh, Dabiri and Eric Dodds, who have experience across a whole bunch of other Blizzard games. So this is just a ton of people, it seems, who had recently quit Blizzard um, just because of their culture changes that were going on when they merged with uh, Activision. This was a well-known thing that was going on when they merged with Activision. They all quit. It seems like they finally figured out what they want to do and they're coming together. And uh, these are all games that were huge when they launched. They were very popular. Um, They were very much so passion projects of the team. So uh, this is definitely a publisher company whatever you want to call it to look mm-hmm. and watch out for especially with the studios and who they have on their teams working there
0: nice that's yeah. exciting
1: yeah he was at blizzard for
0: 27 years wow.
1: before leaving when they merged with, with activision hmm. so Let's
0: see so uh the sark the shark sim man eater is uh, going to be launching on ps5 and it'll have a free upgrade for ps4 players so this is just a small little announcement um it's a little action game it's it's literally just a shark sim um and it's on ps4 right now and they did announce that they're going to have an enhanced general enhanced version for the next gen It'll be forty K at sixty FPS with ray tracing and the DualSense controller will be supported. And if you have it on PS4, you get a free upgrade, so go out and check it out right now with um, and you'll still uh, be able to get it on PS five. So Is it out on Steam yet? Uh, uh no it's not sure. I, I know don't... it's
2: coming to Steam. It... Because I want
0: it i want to be a shark i know it's on i think it's just playstation and xbox i'm not positive though let me see to oh wait oh yeah the the right now it's just ps4 so but it is confirmed to be on uh xbox series x the uh the enhanced version so let's see um so it appears uh, that Epic will give you $10 in credit to play Rocket League for free right now. Um, this was, I think, one of Tomy's uh, topics, but it did seem like something that was worthy of mentioning to everybody. Yeah, um, I know people who have, and they
1: loved it, so.
0: Yeah. So definitely go try it out. It's free to play now, so.
2: And you get 10 yeah.
0: bucks. Yep. So yeah. there's, yeah, now is the time to check. If well, you have checked coupon. it out, now is the it's time. It's a $10 coupon, so... Oh! <laughs> Probably yeah. for their store. I figured it, wait, store, wait, coupon yes. for Rocket League or for Epic? For Epic. Okay, yeah, 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 uh-huh. that's, okay, yeah, that's that's what I've yeah, done. Yeah. That's fine, I mean...
1: And I'm going to be using it to purchase stuff for a game. I've been hmm. playing on the Epic Game Store
0: recently, so... Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> So, the next uh, big thing on here is the Big in Japan sale, which is now live on the PlayStation Store. Let me guess.
2: Persona 5. hmm.
0: Let (laughs) me – I had a list of the major games. I don't know where it went now. All right. The link should be up here still. Uh Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so there's um, let's see some of the big ones on here are Resident Evil Three, um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Tekken Seven, Persona Five, Royale, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, um, the newest Naruto game, um, let's see, actually there's a lot of Naruto games, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Cal- Fighters, Fighter Z, oh well. Oh, and the it's Season weird. Pass, 100%. and the Season Pass for it, huh. so... Um, season, pass. season Pass 2 is 12 50% off. These are um, all games so, I would
1: expect to be on a big
0: in Japan sale. Yep. Soul, <laughs> Ca- Soul Calibur 6, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, so... But, yeah, all the ones you would expect, but, um, yeah, so go check that out. Uh, the last thing on the list here is one that I actually just discovered today... Um, and Doc, you said that you were going, you're a Final Fantasy VII fan, right? And you were going to check out the remake? Yeah. So, uh, forewarning, this may have some spoilers in it. I don't care. Well, I know you don't, but I figured I would let him know, because it does... T- uh,
1: I will, I will selectively forget them later.
0: Yeah, it's it's well it's We Yeah, it's it's things that <laughs> like if you've been keeping up with it at all, then you probably have already heard a little bit about. So Nothing, actually. Oh. I have I have been okay.
1: working real hard to not have whatever changes they've made spoiled.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but this is this is rumors about part two. Um and unless unless it's like
0: major story changes. Um well, it's, uh, it's gonna I mean, involve they it's, really
1: heavily it's, implemented in, uh, it's
0: yeah, they they do a lot of stuff at the end, and there's gonna be a lot of like talk about that. But I mean, it kind of well. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't know what to tell you.
1: Why can't they just release it for PC already, so I can like play it and not have to worry about this anymore?
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, because there's definitely stuff uh, in this that's gonna spoil the end because it's it's talking about continuation stuff.
1: All right, well, I am going to hop off my headset for, i will going to give you like two minutes. I'll, um, I'll just I'll, yet real Yeah, quick.
0: we'll mention you in Discord when we're ready for you again.
2: All right, sounds good.
0: All right, earmuffs.
2: Uh, All right. I have a headset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, these rumors are very vague. So to start off with, just so everyone knows, um, so one of the YouTubers I follow, the Night Sky Prince, he does a lot of JRPG and uh, Final Fantasy news updates, and apparently someone had e- anonymously emailed him with some leaks on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Um, and they mentioned that they have these leaks because oh, God, I don't remember the exact details off the top of my head. It was something like a really good friend of theirs or a roommate of theirs or something works in a marketing department for Square Enix or some random bullshit. Um, so it's the legitimacy is, mm, but it, the information is all there. And, um, so some of the main topics I'll, I'll post, uh, I'll post a link to the video. If anyone's interested, just let me know in the comments, um, but some of the takeaways from it, uh, the main thing they mentioned that made a shit ton of sense to me is that the ending served a lot of purposes, but the primary reason that they did the ending the way they did was as a buffer in case they didn't get approved for a sequel. So they tried to make it to where it could end on its own in a way, leaving cliffhangers, but the type of. Cliffhangers that people would be guessing at, Um, and they they were trying to make it to where if it didn't sell very well, that they could abandon it and not have to worry too bad about leaving off continuation. So that's kind of why it got a little weird, but they did confirm in it, or this leaker confirmed, something that I have been saying – they confirmed, quote-unquote confirmed, a lot of stuff that I've been kind of saying from day one. Um, one that there's not multiple timelines, there's only one timeline, and that there is no multiverse, um, and just a forenote on that, just so people know, and I've been saying this the whole time, but, uh, a, a multi, even if there was time travel and multiple timelines that does not imply a multiverse i don't know where people anyways um but there's not going to be any time travel there's only one timeline all of this the reason that people seemed to think that they were going to be doing time travel and multiple universes is because of some of the continuation that got messed up but i mean it's that they have said that this is independent canon this is the The remake is its own independent canon, so that's not a huge thing. Um, so according to this, there's not going to be a bunch of time travel stuff or anything like that. It's going to be much less what they have confirmed and people have theorized off of that that it'll be – uh, what was said is it was, should be very much like the first part where it's very true in the first beginning and then maybe a little bit of unexpected twists at the end, and this mostly follows that same sentiment. It did mention some weird things and that um, this was likely going to be the last part, that there won't be any part three, that this will conclude everything. Well, I mean,
1: it was talked about how Part 3 would just be really short anyways on its well, own,
0: right? Yeah, and, and that – and um, it didn't actually sell as well as Square Enix was hoping it would. Um, it didn't even really? – it didn't – according to the information from this leak, it didn't even beat the initial first week sales of Final Fantasy 15. So while it did do very well, it did not do as well as they were hoping, and it kind of well, let it – it's sold it, on
1: just one platform,
0: though. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is they're going to be doing a lot of remasters and re-releases. They're going to release it for new-gen consoles for PC and all of that and special editions and this and that. And But the moral was kind of it did well enough to, yes, approve the sequel, but not well enough to approve uh, a trilogy. They were pretty much told, like, okay, approved for a sequel, but, like, wrap it up. Um, but that kind of, they mentioned later in the leaks that one of the last things they mentioned is that there's also a movie planned in the final fantasy seven remake universe. And night sky goes on about his theory being that this movie will be a crisis core based movie. Um, but my theory is that the second part isn't really going to wrap things up. Um, I think it's going to come, like you said, the, the ending would be real, the, Part three would be really, really short, so I think they're going to take it to that point and then make, quote-unquote, part three a movie ending of sorts. So my theory is that they'll probably get right to the Northern Crater or so, and then the events of the Northern Crater will be its own, like, two-hour-long movie. But, um... Crisis Core is written out. It's completely independent canon. We already knew that. Um, no open world. This is not surprising. I don't think anyone at this point expected it. Well, no, there's there's some people that thought it was going to suddenly turn into, like, Final Fantasy XV-style open world, but I just can't imagine them changing that much like that. Um, but this – according to the sleek, no, there's no open world. Um, there's going to be several outfit changes – Um, They all have a lot of new outfits, and outfits change with the weather. Um, This part is going to be extremely Yuffie-heavy, so there's going to be a lot involving with Yuffie and Wutai, but there will be no Vincent. So that's something that's going to end up really controversial, especially if this is the only other part. That means we'll get no playable Vincent, and that's going to piss a lot of people off, including me. So Um, as far as... Other character changes—they're going to make. They are going to include um, Kate Sith and Sid, but they're going to be heavily altered. Kate Sith is going to just be the cat character. He's not going to be on his foam body anymore. Instead, he's going to be riding on Red Thirteen. And if you select him in your party, it'll basically be like using Red Thirteen with a different move set. Um, and then Sid is. apparently going to be an npc um an item hub npc specifically so um, not totally unlike how he is in kingdom hearts
1: or you know any final fantasy game in the last decade
0: yeah exactly but i mean and i it's that would be really disappointing if they took sit out i could i mean i could see where it would make sense for his character since he's kind of an engineer type but Man, it would be disappointing if you couldn't, like, if they just removed the Dragoon from the party. But. um, Let's see. Then, uh, the only other part, and this is big, is apparently there's going to be, and I quote, huge mechanic changes. So the way that you level up, the way you get new skills, the way materia levels up, the way every. All the mechanics are being drastically changed, which. (laughs) That really pisses me off, because I think that's one thing that they absolutely nailed, was the mechanics
1: can't be happy with
0: anything man. Yep, but like I said, these are all vague. Like this this is literally an anonymous email sent to Night Sky, so who the fuck knows? Um, I'm just happy that it's made people like at least realize that like, oh, maybe it's not a time travely weird multiverse game that like my biggest thing is when people were bandering about that multiverse theory, a lot of it was based not on game canon but on colloquially accepted fan theories you know how sometimes fandoms get to a point where like a theory is so heavily believed by so many people it's just kind of like almost mandela effecty accepted as canon Mm. i think there's a lot of instances of that happening but all right so i think we can go ahead and invite doc back
1: Oh, and on that I do have one more thing oh. that I just came across that I figured not not anything to do with Final Fantasy, you can go ahead mm. and buy dot back. Oh okay. I don't I don't, I don't have any Final Fantasy news outside of anything released in the past decade, man. Oh, Since 14. uh 14 eleven. A little longer. I, I have played from eleven Hope- onward pretty pretty a lot, so
0: hopefully we get some updates on third or on fourteen tomorrow. Yes, that would to, be yeah. the TGS. So yep. Tokyo Game Show is tomorrow, and I'm really hoping for some Final Fantasy XIV updates.
1: Yeah, because we still have all the other shards to go back to.
0: Yep, um, it'd be really cool. All right, what was the you last? You get angry. Game?
1: So uh, yeah, so popular popular game among us, recently popular game among us. Um, their developer. Uh, what is it? What are they called? Something sloth. Oh. Uh, Insane Sloth? Lazy Sloth? I don't know. Among Us the developer has hmm. stated that they're foregoing creating a second game and rather pushing content to the hmm. first game. Um, so they're adding a whole bunch of stuff, so probably just more tasks you can complete or whatnot, new maps, etc, etc, etc. But they said they do have to go in and mess with their own spaghetti code and change the core of the game. So rather than just make people wait for a second one, they're just going to push out a ton of content to the first current one. And um, I highly recommend it as a party game. And, uh, up to, I think technically, I think it's four to ten people. Maybe it'll have a larger game mode. Who knows? But it is really, really fun in a social party situation. And I think it's something we can all play together as a group and get a couple other friends into playing it.
0: Yeah, we should definitely um, try that out on a game night. It's
1: free on phones, on mobile, but it's also only $5 on Steam. I highly recommend the computer oh. version, so you can use Discord easily
0: with it. Is there a PS4? And it's probably or... a lot... Nah, dude, it's... Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, it's probably more uh, like Jackbox, huh? Because it's a party game?
1: Uh, it's a party game. It is... It, it plays... Have you ever played, like, Town of Salem or Werewolf or Mafia?
0: Mm, mafia, I think, yeah. Not, a,
1: not the not weird adventure GTA knockoff. Mafia. Uh, are
0: you talking? Essentially, about, uh, huh? Was it an old like browser like Facebook game? No. So okay, the know. gist
1: of the game is you have a, a group of people and one of you is the bad guy, and you go around sabotaging the group. Oh yeah so yeah yeah. With,
0: yeah. Oh yeah I know Saturday I get the, I know Real the gist World, yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: so. Um, that's the gist of it they're adding a ton of content to it apparently so that's something to look hmm. forward to um, yes. I don't know maybe I can get some cool new outfits so hmm. I can like dress up like an anime girl I don't know <laughs> I want to be the murderous anime girl hmm. but uh, yeah I highly recommend people play with their friends um, it's free on mobile $5 on Steam so who
0: knows a yeah, uh, ton of free content on the way cool so uh, What have you been playing this week, Sasquatch? Uh,
1: Among Us. That's why yeah. I probably came across my feed. Been playing that a couple times a week with usually nine or ten, with usually eight or nine other people, and it's really, really fun. Creates some, um, ruins your friendships. It's all great. <laughs> Creates trust issues. Um, <laughs> I have been playing Fantasy Star Online 2, as is typical. Um, it's my go-to time-wasting game now. The new episode launches next week, Wednesday, actually, so there's a whole bunch of stuff getting ready for that, gear, etc., etc. Um, I have also been playing a ton of Magic uh, on both Arena and online. I will have some videos actually coming out with for modern and standard formats here shortly. And by shortly, I mean whenever I get to editing them and uploading them. It's just too fun to play right now. And I have also been playing a shooter on the Epic Game Store called Rogue Company. It is a 4 verse 4 uh, tactical third-person shooter. Um, you have your operators who all have their own little skill sets, their own guns, and their own skills and stuff. And it's in third person. It's pretty fun. I've been missing. I've been missing a good uh, third-person shooter, and it really mm. kind of fills that niche. It's really, really. It feels really, really good for
0: uh, a free-to-play game. Unfortunately, I've been just buried with work again this week, so uh, really, same as, last, <laughs> same as last week, I've been, you know, some Final Fantasy XIV here and there, some RuneScape here and there, mostly just to take care of dailies and do obligatory stuff. But fortunately, I do have a little bit of a break coming up this weekend, so I'm hoping to dive into some more stuff. So, <laughs> How about you, Doc?
1: Uh, I... Played a bunch of Guilty Gear. I entered, or I've signed up for a tournament uh, coming up on October 3rd that I'm going to be probably focusing a lot of my my playtime on on Guilty Gear to get ready for that. Um, played a little more Horizon Zero Dawn, pushing through the uh, the new game plus. Then uh, I went out for Community Day for Pokemon Go. Got me a nice three star shiny Porygon Z.
0: Nice. I didn't get any shinies. I, I I caught, like, 50 of them, but I got... Which is funny, because when they did the Magikarp Community Day, I got, like, fucking 20 gold Magikarp, but I, <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but I didn't get a single uh, shiny Porygon.
1: Yeah, I, uh... Man, I'd trade you one. I've got, like, six or seven of them.
0: Nice. Jesus.
1: I, I probably caught 200 Porygon.
0: Yeah, well, and and they up when they do the communities, the uh, odds go up a lot too. I was actually surprised at how many I caught without getting a single shiny one.
1: Yeah, I actually I had one run where I got two in a row. Nice, which blew my mind because mm. I I didn't start seeing shinies in Pokemon Go until I was like level twenty eight, twenty
0: nine. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I think that's going to wrap it up for us for this week. Thank you so much, everyone. 14... Wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. I wait, have I literally
1: something? a break, literally a breaking news story. Ooh, Ooh! breaking news. Yes. Breaking news. Breaking Kirby's, news. Kirby's Kirby Kirby Fighters 2 has been announced. Ooh,
0: OK. And also released. Oh, at the wait. same time. Oh, wait, what? wait <laughs> yes. Back, wait, what? When? When did that happen? Uh, an hour ago. Oh shit!
1: <laughs> I've got this. This is on Switch, right?
0: Yes, yes, it is. Wow. Kirby Fighters Two, switch.
1: right? <laughs> I heard <missed> it's <one> Switch. <laughs> Kirby Fighters Two, yes. So it is literally available now on huh. Switch, right now.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, it's
1: a one. You play with one hand. There's 22 different <laughs> fighting styles you you choose to play with. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know what it costs. I don't know. It's uh, 19.99. Make I've sure, i right now. <laughs> make sure you the put something Kirby, on the, the page. first Kirby Fighters was really fun. It was really unique and interesting, and you get two right now for 20 bucks apparently.
0: Yeah, make sure you throw something about that on the Facebook page real quick too.
1: Yeah, I can do.
0: So, yeah, and speaking of which, everyone, um, make Close sure you article. go check out our uh, Facebook page at facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming so you can catch these breaking news articles as they happen like this.
1: And um, not a day later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and don't forget to follow all of our personal pages that are listed in the description below. So, thank you, everyone, and have a great rest of your week. Mata reishu what he said Hmm. Uh, see you next week
1: (laughs) that's what I said